Welcome back to my podcast, everybody. I am the Princess of Hearts. Today, I am going to be doing my interview with Boo Boo Brian. He is an amazing pole dancer. If you haven't checked him out, um, you can go to his Instagram, um, Boo Boo Brian. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and just dive right into this, and I hope you guys like it. Hello. Hi, darling. How are you? I'm great. How are you? I'm good. Long day. So I'm like, oh, this is the best way to end the day. <laughs> awesome. Um, I have you on the Anchor app. I this is my first time ever using it for this. I was uh-huh. using another. I was using another app, but I don't know what's going on with it. But it's not working. No worries. So <laughs> let, let's just start off. And I, if you could just kind of give a brief description of what it is that you do Mm -hmm. and what you're into and you know we'll kind of go from there perfect uh do you want me like just like introduction like my name and everything yeah of course okay so my name is brian wolf um i'm a professional pole dancer i've been doing pole dancing for about five or so years now um, I travel all of the, over the world teaching and competing and performing. So it's kind of a fun business to really travel. I always wanted to travel when I was little and I never kind of figured out how. So I'm kind of glad I can kind of do it now. Um, and the good thing is that there's a lot of pole studios and it is kind of like an underground lucrative business um, in the world. And it's a really uh, budding art form in a way. Um, so it's kind of cool that you can I can travel all over the world and see new people and new faces while also expressing my love for pole and teaching people how to enjoy pole and um, also teaching them how to like really embrace their sexiness as well. So it's really fun just kind of traveling and, you know, and I just, I just love it. It's such a fun business and it's kind of fun to really show people that like, you know, I'm more than just a pretty face and I can kind of do stuff around the pole and just be sexy and have, um, and own my own sexuality rather than others kind of putting me in their own box, so to say. Okay. So what, what originally started you in pole? So I actually started with burlesque. I was actually teaching burlesque classes in Los Angeles um, where I was living. And we're actually teaching at a pole studio. And one day after class, one of my pole dancing students was like, hey, Brian, like, or sorry, my burlesque students was like, hey, why don't you stay after and take a pole dancing classes with me? Because she was a pole dance student. And I was like, okay, that's fine. So I took a class with my first ever pole teacher. Her name was Veronica Nichols. She was amazing. And I was addicted ever since. Uh, the only thing that was kind of rough was uh, the pole class I took was only was the only co-ed class on the schedule. So I couldn't join any other pole dancing classes. And luckily, Veronica really took me under her wing and we did like privates for about two years or so. And we and her really bonded closely. And then she eventually p- became my pole coach. And um, she trained me for competitions. And I got uh, my name out there uh, really quickly. And she helped me throughout the whole thing. So she really helped me as a budding pole star. And um, really helped me honestly get my career. I owe everything to her to this day. Awesome. Wait, so you said you started originally in Los Angeles? Yes, so I started in Los Angeles. Um, I started my dancing career when I was about 23 or so. 
Um, and it started with hip hop. Um, I wasn't really that great at hip hop looking back. And then about when I was 24, 25, I started burlesque and was in burlesque for about a good like three or so years. And then I started pole dancing and then it's been pole dancing ever since because I felt really comfortable in it. And I got a lot of uh, positive feedback from it. So I stuck with it. I do burlesque ever so often. I still very close with all my burlesque troop girls. Um, mm-hmm. But pole is definitely where my heart is at the moment. <clears throat> All right. And so, like, what are the main events that you find yourself in? So the main events I usually like to do, I was kind of, I'm not so sad about it. I'm usually more into the sexy side of pole. There are different aspects of it because there is the sexy side. There is the, um, there is the sport side. Uh, there's the technical side. So I kind of side more with the sexy uh, stripper style. I have a very, I have a huge respect for uh, strippers in the industry. I think that the way they dance is so inspiring. It's so raw and it's so invigorating. And I just, you know, and then eventually when I came down um, to New Orleans, I started stripping as well. And I just really started finding a love, new love for it, where you can kind of start using it and going into like a good career. And it's a great communications career. I can definitely say that. It's definitely a very interesting way you kind of have to sell yourself but even so i'm very social person so even when i'm stripping i always like talking to people and kind of almost being real but also kind of playing that little you know secret taboo of like you know i have like a hidden alter ego kind of um Mm -hmm. but yeah i side more with the exotic uh style exotic or erotic whatever you guys uh like to call it um, because I just feel that I'm more comfortable in heels and I gotten a lot of positive feedback being in heels and I've actually, and like a lot of people said I've inspired them, um, with my heel work. So that's what I want to do. And I think that that's kind of where my lane is in the industry. Yeah. Like I can say honestly, and I know the first time I ever got to see you live, which I wasn't, it was not expecting at all. Uh-huh. was you at Naughty and Nolans. Yeah. And it was my first visit to New Orleans in general. Oh, welcome. And <laughs> I was, I was like, when I saw, I actually saw you from across the room and I'm just like, he looks so familiar. Who is that? I was like, I know who that is. <laughs> I was like, I gotta get closer. You're like, I know that gay boy over there. <laughs> I was just like, I know him. I was like, and I was just like, enthralled by you like ever since I you you. know got on your got on your page and I was just like oh my god if I could ever do that one day um thank you because I like you know you saw me I'm I'm a bigger girl and you know doing things like that is is not usually in my realm Uh well it's funny because a lot of people too like what's really cool about pole is that we're very accepting community like I have students of all ages, all sizes, all literally all uh, spectrums on the um, sexuality as well. And we all are so welcoming. And it's kind of just that one. That's the one thing I love about it is the community is so tight knit. And like if you're like a pole dancer, you're automatically a friend. And we're so we just love welcoming new people into, you know, our crazy pole dancing world. And, um, and it's a great way to bond and it's a great way to honestly, like, kind of get yourself motivated and working out too. It's like a great, like you, it's kind of like killing two birds with one stone. You work out and have fun at the same time. But no, and that's why I was like, you know, when I got, uh, that job, uh, for Nadia Nolens through Trixie, 
uh, Trixie Minks. Um, I was so excited. It was my first time working the event and I've heard nothing but great things. It was handled so professionally and it was just so much fun and seeing everyone and seeing everyone's happy. And it was just, it was a great time. That was a great night. Yeah. Did you, did you stay for the rest of the event or did you just kind of come for that night and, and then that was, um, well, I, I, I kind of yes and no, cause I had to work, uh, later that weekend. So I couldn't really do a lot. Um, but I live in New Orleans, so it was kind of, I'll just like say, I was like, I'll go next year. And I think it'd be like fun to do it again next year for sure. Um, mm-hmm. but yeah, I couldn't stay for the whole event, but actually I had a couple of friends go and they were saying how, uh, how fun it was and how, how well done it was that got, they got a lot of like positive, positive feedback from it. It was so like the, just the way my friends were explaining it, I thought it was like so cool and so enthralling. And I was like, Ooh, I want to go now. <laughs> yeah, I, I definitely like I, if I had the money right now, I would totally book my, my tickets right now. But because <laughs> I plan on being back, like me being there kind of opened me up to, actually doing this podcast and you know interviewing people and getting to know more people within the lifestyle networking Mm -hmm. and not feeling like the things that I was interested in were boring like you know Mm -hmm. to me they're boring or they're not boring but like you know I'm like well will people like this or Mm -hmm. is this interesting or (laughs) I always say there's an audience for everything no matter what you do there's always going to be people who are interested and always want to know what's going on so I think it's great that you started this it's amazing I I I'm extremely excited about it I feel like it's I feel comfortable doing this like you know, I told you I was very nervous about doing interviews and, mm-hmm. you know, that you're my second interview. So, oh, but I kind of feel like it feels right to me. Uh-huh. And once I'm actually talking, I'm, I'm fine. Yeah. It's... Yeah. And that's what really did. You always get nervous. And then once you kind of get the ball rolling, you're like, okay, this isn't so bad. And it's just like a regular conversation. Yeah. Um, so are you a part of the lifestyle as far as like swinging, um, uh, polyamory, anything like that, BDSM? Um, I am. I have a lot of close friends who are in um, that lifestyle. Um, I'm. It's very interesting. I'm actually single. Um, I've been single for a long time. And, you know, I'm always just like, you know, can I, I just like want like someone. But I'm always very interested into it one of my best friends um she's in the polyamory lifestyle and I kind of you with polyamory you always kind of get that you always get what the negative side of it you never get the positive because everyone's like you know polyamory like oh you, like negative parts are like oh you're just being greedy or it's oh it's very secretive but mm-hmm. honestly my best friend is in it and she honestly opened my eyes so much to it and she was telling me, like, it's just such a positive. It's just like any other relationship. It's just different, you know? Some stuff, like, a lot of people are so into the heteronormative society where it's just, like, man, woman, get married, you know, and just Have do that. Kids. But, you know, <laughs> yeah, exactly. And it's especially, like, being gay, like, you know, for me, it's, like, you know, I'm already my relationship's going to be different than the normal. And especially, I feel like with this time, um, in the gay culture, you know, open relationships are very common where you're mm-hmm. in a serious monogamous relationship. However, you're allowed to go see other cheap people on the side. But, you know, then that opens up the door like, hey, you know, if you guys really bond with this other person, like, why not bring them into the relationship? You know, it's going to have to be a talk. But, you know, there's no 
like you know I just don't believe that there is like one soulmate that you have in life there's been so many people I've met in life that I consider soulmates and so I would definitely say you know I'm very open to it it is something that would have to be talked about because I'm all about fairness and I'm all about everyone making sure that everyone's okay Mm -hmm. but you always have to be you always have to kind of know your there is going to have to know like your place you know because you always have the you always have the person the two people who are already in the relationship the newcomer and then you okay. always typically have one person in the middle who's kind of you know um it feels like, like a third the, wheel it, it, not it, sometimes, sometimes a third wheel but also sometimes the glue in the relationship as well so yeah. you always got to make sure you're always having everyone's needs met you know it's kind of almost the same with like you know when you have three best friends you know where, you know, if you go out, if two people go out, one person's going away. Like, of course, that's going to be sad. But typically, the next day, you'd hang out with them. You yeah. know, so I always feel like it's just any other relationship. And I just feel that, you know, I think, especially this day and age with, like, um, with, like, generations growing up, I definitely think you'll see a change in social structures, especially when it comes to relationships. And, you know, it's a BDSM culture. You know, I, I'm more into, I love the fashion of it. I think leather and pleather it looks I love the way it looks I'm not look so much amazing on the, in it <laughs> I'm not so much on the pain spectrum because I kind of have a little weak spot when it comes to pain uh but I definitely okay. think it's a it's it's definitely the kink really intrigues me it's and I think that you know as like when it gets more brought into um you know larger social media like I hate using this example but especially when like 50 shades came out like a lot of people started looking into what BDSM was and honestly, mm-hmm. like, you know, even though it was very glamorized, but it is definitely a, a sex subculture and a, a little um, co- cohort on its own. So I definitely think that it's something that, you know, is very interesting. I always love reading up about stuff like that. I never say anything is weird. Everything is just interesting in its own right. Yeah, I, I 100% agree. Like, I've always been like that kind of person. Like when I explain certain things to people, they're like, wow, that's really weird. I'm like, oh, I thought that was normal. Yeah, you know, and <laughs> it's like a normal Saturday night to me. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> especially that's why I always feel like, you know, and it's always hard, especially like, you know, when you have like sexual kinks, because I always feel like, you know, when you go into a relationship or go into any any type of, you know, romantic sexual um, relationship, you know, sometimes you're afraid to tell your kinks, you know, because some people might think that's weird. Or some people might think that's wrong. And then that sucks because you can't really fully enjoy, you know, you can't really fully enjoy that stuff. That's why for me, I sometimes really like being a stripper because, you know, some of these people come into the bars or come into the clubs and they can't get that joy from, uh, you know, if an older man comes in, sometimes it's hard for him to get attention from, you know, a gay boy in his 20s you know and that's where like you know I come in I always come in I'll give him attention you know sometimes Mm -hmm. it is playing a little bit of a role but you got to think in the back of your mind you know I'm I want to make this guy's night you know I want to make sure that he's taken care of I want to make sure that he is you know he's happy I want him to go home with a smile you know Mm -hmm. and of course we all have our limits um but even for me you know that's why I definitely think um people even might look at me weird but I always think that prostitution I think prostitution I'm very pro prostitution um Mm -hmm. I just think that even with sex like sexualizing a career like that I just think that that's another way to really help a like boost people it's like you know 
boost people's yeah. uh, egos or, or, or like, like their yeah like or, and to help them I think a wish almost like I I did I've been in that lifestyle not not little prostitution but like as far as like doing escorting yeah and you know just kind of fulfilling somebody's fetish exactly or let's say and yeah and <laughs> so I think it's... somebody wants me to put pantyhose on and just you know rub them up and down their body yeah with oil you know? totally it, and it's like, like you got to look at it is you're making this person's night you know you're making someone happy you know a friend of mine was calling me the other day and told me that he had this little tiny gig of escorting, you know, and it involved, um, and it involved a little urination on someone's mm-hmm. bed. And, you know, I told him after, I was like, you know, I was like, you got to realize that might be a little awkward for you, but you just made this guy's night. You know, this guy was probably like, oh my gosh, this hot guy just like, you know, it was, was did what sexual- I wanted him to do. Exactly. And was-, was my sexual fantasy. And I'm having so, you know, I'm just having the best time doing that. That's why I was like, I totally support escorting i totally support prostitution um and of course you always got to play safe and you got to think about it nowadays especially in some cultures like especially in the gay culture sex is very prevalent there's sex everywhere you know Mm -hmm. and sometimes you have sex whether you like it or not so i just feel like when people start limiting people's sexualities that's when they'll start you know kind of going against the grain or start you know really um mm-hmm. looking bad on themselves and i don't think that should be something we only live once you know you live your life to the fullest and you got to be the happiest you can be in any sort of relationship or any sexual fantasy that you have absolutely it, it's it's about like i i always know basically my thing is as long as everybody's a consenting adult in this situation yes 100 percent you know, it, as long as nobody's getting hurt, nobody's, mm-hmm. you know, going to the hospital. Yeah. That is on you guys. If you want to be tied up, if you want to be whipped, if you want to somebody to pee on you, yeah. if you, whatever floats your boat, that, that is what makes your night. It mm-hmm. may not be my cup of tea. Yeah. But hey, by all means, if, if that, if you find somebody who matches your kinks, mm-hmm. go for it. Exactly. Do it. And sometimes like, that's the best thing is like when you find someone else having, um, the same kink as you and it kind of just works and you're less like oh, okay I get it you know or when you have a kink that you might think is weird and someone else has a different kink and you're like okay I actually get this I get why people have these kinks people are we're all wired differently we're totally un- all wired differently some people don't like you know with urine- urination some people think mm-hmm. urination's uh, not normal and other people think like oh this is what gets me off and this is what makes me mm-hmm. happy and it's and it's everyone has their is entitled to their own opinion. Exactly. It's just that you know there's always that fine line of opinion, and you're just being an asshole. Yes. Like, like you know they'll they'll start throwing the insults, and they're like you're a whore, you're a slut, you're mm-hmm. nasty, you're this, you're that. I'm like, look, you know that's your personal preference. I mean, if, if you don't like it, don't do it. Mm-hmm. totally and then the story i mean i'm not hurting anybody Nobody exactly is, i'm know. not hurting anyone i'm not killing anyone i'm totally a normal person but like everybody's consenting everyone's <laughs> consenting no one's getting hurt but yeah that's like and like i think that that's why i love the naughty nolan's event because it was one of those things where everyone was welcome you know yeah especially for me i was very nervous going in because sometimes i've been told that um, you know, um, gay people sometimes are 
not super welcome in the swinger scene. So I was kind of nervous. But when I got there, I was like, okay, this isn't bad, you know? It's not. Yeah, I, I've, I've honestly, I mean, as far as what I've seen, like, in my area, I'm very, I'm in Amish country. I'm in Pennsylvania. Mm-hmm. So, like, obviously, there's kind of a, we'll, we'll put it this way, um, the stereotypical, um, you know, Bible thumping, you know, that's wrong. Don't do that. Yeah. Culture around here. That's what, so, that's especially how it is in New Orleans, too, is, like, New Orleans is, like, one of the few cities in Louisiana where it's, like, very, very open. I didn't realize how open the city was until, like, driving out of the oh, city. Me. <laughs> me too. Yeah. I was just like, <laughs> ooh. Like, some of my friends are like, oh, yeah, you just travel a couple miles out and you see Confederate flags. But, like, even for here, like, you know, gay pride was honestly, what, three or four months ago. And decadence was a month ago. But they still have gay flags all around the quarter. And it makes me feel really welcome. I have pictures of it. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, and especially like with Los Angeles. Los Angeles, the whole state's just gay. The Los <laughs> Angeles from head to toe is fucking gay. See, but, that's why you know, I, I told in... them I wanted to live there. I've been yeah. saying I want to move to California or at least like like something like because I've always felt like my personality, the way I am, mm-hmm. will not quite flourish in Pennsylvania, mm-hmm. but but it would in an area like that. Yes. <laughs> yes, I told. Yeah, I was in uh, Philly for a little bit, so I totally understand how Pennsylvania is. I was like, "Ooh, I didn't realize how interesting this state was." Um, <laughs> Philly is actually a completely like oh, part that like that that is absolutely amazing compared to where I. <laughs> oh lord, yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I was just like, even driving up through Virginia, I didn't understand Virginia until I got through Virginia. I was like, "Ooh, this is still very southern to me." Yes. I was like, wow. Yeah. <laughs> interesting. Interesting. I, I I said that so much. Like, like even when I traveled down to New Orleans, like, you know, when I finally got there and it was just like, you know, that feeling where you just like you feel like you belong. 100 percent. 100 percent. When I got to that, got to Naughty New Orleans, I basically... I, I was just like, this feels so right. Like, mm-hmm. I'm amongst my people. Yeah. <laughs> and I feel great. Yeah. And everyone's and... so nice. Like, everyone has is went there for a common cause, you know? And it's one of those things where it's like, you know, even in the lobby, you saw, like, there was, you know, there's a lot of naked people. And I was just like, you know, and everyone's just totally fine. Mm-hmm. I was one of them. Everyone's totally <laughs> fine. <laughs> I'm pretty sure my Oh, I loved it. Out. Like, I, I made, loved it. I, I, I'm just like, well, because, like, you know, it's funny, like, the very last day, like, where they had already torn everything down and I was getting ready to leave. I'm like, I get ready to go leave my room just real quick to grab something. And I'm like, oh, shit, mm-hmm. I got to put a bra back on. You're like, damn it. <laughs> I was like, I can't like, walk around shit, I missed my window of opportunity. <laughs> I was actually getting ready to, like, I, my hand was on the door and then I heard a little kid run down the hallway. Oh, you're like, oh, yeah, like, fun's okay, over. Okay, never mind. We're going to go put some clothes on. Fun's over. Yeah. <laughs> but it's a big event. I didn't realize how big it was until like I was actually out in the corridor and I really and I saw everyone with their lanyards. Because you always everyone had those big purple lanyards oh, yeah. and I was like, ooh, I didn't and, like I saw a lot out there. It was big. Yeah. <laughs> I said the same thing. I was like, look, like you you would see him walk around. Yeah, you're like, hi, 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 I I know why you're here. I know why I don't know you, but I know you. As far as um 
traveling goes, where's where has been your ultimate favorite oh, place to dance? That's actually a good question. So okay, so I like to kind of split it up. So. <laughs> And my favorite in the United States, definitely New Orleans. I love New Orleans. I felt a special place in my heart for the city. Um, so definitely New Orleans was my favorite in America. In Europe, my favorite was Barcelona. I thought Barcelona was absolutely beautiful. I was there for a competition. Actually, literally a year ago, I was there for a competition and I was with Veronica, my coach, and it was just so beautiful. Barcelona in the in like you know at the end of summer it's nice and brisk yeah the Mediterranean so gorgeous and then my mm-hmm. favorite uh, otherwise I think this is probably going to take the crown but Africa I was in South Africa I think in 2015 I did some uh, I was there down there uh, um, help I was kind of like helping at a pool camp there and they ended up teaching for a little bit um while I was there but it was beautiful I was just like Africa has my heart it was so gorgeous and it was just so it was so different it was different but in the best way yeah it was definitely it made me very I was very once I got to Africa I realized how blessed I was with my pole dancing career because I would have never thought in a million years I would be traveling to Africa and pole got me there See that that's that's amazing. Like it's great when a passion can meet a career. One hundred percent. Yes, it is something that I'm personally striving towards because I like I constantly live in that life that was like, oh well, I have to do this, I have to do yeah. that, you know, yeah. and I'm gonna live in this, you know, nine to five life for the rest of my mm-hmm. life. And it finally, like, especially after Naughty and Orleans, it really hit me. I was just yeah. like what the fuck am yeah. I doing? I definitely, yeah. <laughs> Even for me, I actually experienced a nine to five pretty early in my life. I was a junior in high school and I worked a nine to five until I graduated UCLA. So I was there, I was in a nine to five for almost seven or so years. Um, and right after I graduated UCLA, it was a, it was basically a, a intern program I was in, a paid internship within the government. And I realized how miserable I was sitting behind a desk. It was like robot work. Mm -hmm. Like I was just kind of a pawn in the big game of life. And I was like, you know what? This isn't what I want. I was like, I want to go in my 20s. I want to really experience stuff. So that's why I was really happy and uh, grateful that pole dancing got me here. Because it just blossomed. And it was absolutely phenomenal how everything just came together. And how it's still growing. And it's still evolving and you know i don't even know i can't even tell you where i'm gonna be in three or so years just how that's how ever changing the business is in general yeah see that that's that's one of the good things like people who don't mind change Mm -hmm. can can work with stuff like that and i personally am the same way like i'm the kind of person like in about two years, I don't know where the hell I'm mm-hmm. going to be. I might move. I might, oh, yeah. you know, me and my kid might pack up and go somewhere. I don't yeah. know. You know, it's like I'm one of those people who is, you know, I wouldn't say I'm on the fly. I do, you know, take into consideration everything. But, you know, because I am a parent. But at the same time, I'm like, look, we're not, I, I'm not on this. You're not on this earth forever. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. And while I'm here, I'm still in my 20s, late 20s, but I'm still in my yeah. 20s. And I want to live my life. I'm, I'm not going to sit here and 
you know, constantly be living by exactly. a play-by-play of what I yeah. have to do. And the thing is, nine-to-fives are always going to be there, you know? But yeah. however, your opportunities in life won't necessarily be there. See, I like yeah. that. That was inspirational mm-hmm. stuff. <laughs> inspirational <laughs> AF. Inspirational. It really AF. was. Totally. Well, I'm not, I'm not going to tie you up much longer right, here. I just really, I absolutely love talking to you. I, I love you meeting you. I hope that we can, you know, possibly meet up here in the yes, future. Yes, please. Anytime maybe... you let me know. <laughs> I will come down to wherever you're at, New Orleans, or if you travel closer here to Pennsylvania, I will happily, like, because I know if you've seen, like, I'm going through the weight loss, um, the vertical sleeve, I'm, you know, going to be losing weight, and one of the things I need to do is start building muscle, and, well, pole dancing. Girl, I got (laughs) you. You let me know when and where, and I got you. Yes, I'm, I'm ready. I've been watching a lot of, a lot of your videos, a lot of, you know, the pages that are connected from your page. Uh Like uh, Michelle Shimmy. Oh, she is amazing. Um, I love Michelle Shimmy. She was actually here a couple weeks ago uh, doing workshops here. We bond, like, I've known Michelle. Michelle, I was actually in Africa with Michelle um, when I was there, but she is such a good person. Like, I was like, it's kind of funny because, like, you see these people when you're starting and they're like, and they're basically like, um, you're like pull idols almost. And then you meet them in person. And mm-hmm. I was so happy that Michelle was so down to earth. She's still, I consider Michelle a good friend of mine. She was great. Yeah, she, she is, she's pretty awesome. I really like her, like just from what I see, like, you know, from her postings, like she is very positive. She, her, like the energy that radiates from her is one of those positive energies, just like from you. Like when I feel that positive energy, which is what drew me uh-huh. to you, and I'm just like, I really, I really oh, like thank him. You. Like, well, I like you too. It's kind of like that. <laughs> it's kind of like that meme, and you're just like you. You just find a person that you like, and you're just like, hey, we're friends yeah. now. Yes, I mean, we're, we are friends. <laughs> me and you are friends. Yes, I I will hopefully be able to plan mm-hmm. something in the near future to come down and meet yeah, you. Yeah, sure. And. I, if you want, you can go ahead and give your ads for Instagram okay. to my okay. audience so that they know where to so, follow you. So, um, my Instagram is at boo boo Brian, B O O B O O B R I A N. Um, also same thing with Facebook, facebook.com slash boo boo Brian. Um, trying to think what else I have going on right now. Um, I'll be doing competition in Tampa, Florida. So if there's anyone in Tampa, there's a competition on November 3rd at Buttercup Studios called Dance Filthy. So it's going to be a really great competition. It's basically a huge competition dedicated uh, to exotics, erotic, dancing, uh, being sexy, being slinky. And the theme is down and dirty. So I'm going to definitely give them a routine that's down and dirty. Um, but yeah, usually on my Instagram and my Facebook, I always post my tour dates. Um, if I'm going anywhere, I'd love to see you guys. Um, but yeah, I'm always around. I'm always, I'm like a, I'm like the village bicycle. Everyone's getting a ride. So you let me know where you guys are and I'll <laughs> totally come and help you and guys and hang out and have fun and we'll go drinking. <laughs> I, I love that. All right. Well, thank, thank you, you so, much so much for letting me interview you. And I hope you have a great thank you, night. you too. Have a fantastic and thank you so much. I'm so honored to be on this uh your podcast. So I'm really happy about it.
right. Thank, Thank you. you. Have a fantastic night, babe. <laughs> Bye-bye. Bye. All right, so that was my interview with Mr. Boo Boo Brian. I really hope you guys got a lot of your questions answered, if you had any, um, and to check him out and his um, all of his pages. He is absolutely amazing. If you've never seen him, uh, he I actually like said in our interview that we had met at Naughty and Nolans, and I had known him prior. Well, I didn't really know him, know him, but. I had, you know, followed him on Instagram prior because he, his work is, is amazing. So I hope you guys, again, enjoyed this. If you have any questions, do feel free to drop them below and or send me a message, anything of that nature. Once again, Princess of Hearts, thank you for listening. <laughs>